It allows the farmer to trust the process, to trust God, to trust the laws that govern the seasons. But but you can't be in control. You can only manage what was given to you. Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Merthel. And I'm Rita. Today, we're going to be talking about sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. Hun, you and I had a conversation the other day that I really appreciated because I was in a bad place mentally. I was thinking about there are certain things that I'm doing right now career-wise and I would even say health-wise that I don't necessarily see the results yet. And Merthel reminded me, Rita, you are sewing right now. If you are, and, and the thing is, before I say anything else, sowing and reaping come from farming. And sowing is when you're planting the seed. And reaping, of course, is your harvest where you go and get what you planted and it's ripe and it's a full fruit or vegetable or whatever it is. And so he said to me, why are you trying to reap while you sow? How many farmers can actually reap while they sow? While they sow? No one. You plant the seed. You put it in the ground. You water it. You nurture it. You do the work it takes. You till the soil. You have faith that at the end of the day, when, you, when it's time for harvesting, when it's time for reaping that reward, that you're going to have the full fruit of it. So stop trying to reap while you sow. And I thought to myself, I think that's what a lot of people do, not just me. I think that we get so impatient because we're in this microwave society where it's like, you know, two minutes, um, our food is warm. We don't like to let things wait and mature and cook. You know, some of the most patient people are like wine growers, or not wine growers, but like um, wineries, you know, where it takes like decades for a good wine you know mm-hmm. or any 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 occupation where it takes time time some of the most patient people that i've seen also are hollywood it's weird because i know that there's not a lot of good that comes out of hollywood but they have a lot of patience and we've kind of talked about that they'll be advertising something today that won't come out for like three years and they expect you to just wait and they're, you know, they're dropping hints and they're, they're planting the seed inside of you so that you will be like, oh, I can't wait for the full vision to be accomplished. There's a lot of different, um, I would say, occupations and, and things in this world where we have to take the time. But it seems that when it comes to ourselves, when we want what we want, it seems like we don't want to take the time. We don't want to plant. We want to plant and reap at the same time. And it's just impossible. Right. Um, yeah, the Bible is, you know, pretty clear. And, and I, like I've said many times before, it's hard for us to fully appreciate the truth that's found in the Word of God because it was in a completely different era in time. Right. And so because we're in this microwave society, fast food society, we want everything. And, and true success, if you look at a lot of companies a lot of success oftentimes is how fast can you do it and how efficient can you get it done? And so because in some of those companies and some of those manufacturing companies, especially the faster you can do something and the best, you, the better you can do it as fast as you can do it is the one that's going to make the most money. So 
that just wasn't the case with farming. You you could not tell the sun to shine more or the clouds to rain more. I mean, in fact, crops are so sensitive that if it rained too much, your crops would die. And if it didn't rain enough, your crops would die. And so the analogy of farming was oftentimes used by Jesus because it really takes a lot of faith to be a farmer because there's so many elements of farming that is not in your control. And it's funny because a lot of people in past time, not in technological or technological era, but way back in, 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 in the most agricultural uh, parts of civilization, if you notice, a lot of people would pray to the sun god mm-hmm. or they'd pray to the rain god because mm-hmm. it's, it's like, so oh, it was so important. Right. Uh, today, I guess they pray to the corporation god. You know, the, yeah, the, the, the banking god, the, the one that can give you your money as fast as possible. They're the ones who are paying attention to the weather because they're the ones planting it. We don't have to worry about it. Right. But they still have to worry about are they going to have enough bananas to feed 330 million people here in America? Or yeah. are they going to have enough strawberries? It's, it's amazing how we don't even really think about where our stuff comes from. Because I literally, I can drive practically anywhere for, and then like, let's say... 200 miles in each direction i won't encounter a farm not a real farm not a real farm you know i'll encounter someone's you know backyard of a farm Mm -hmm. but like i won't count encounter like where these huge fields are now i know that they're all over america but i'm just saying like i personally i don't see it on a daily basis or even yearly basis you know maybe i fly over it when i used to fly you know more so i'm just saying that we don't really think about it but and we still have to take that same mentality, though. But a throwback to the times when farmers were plenty, where pretty much everybody was a farmer. Um, it wasn't an industry per se. It was something that almost everybody had to do in order for them to eat. Everybody planted and everybody had some type of um, some type of livestock. Mm-hmm. And those that did not necessarily, they had some kind of skill that was needed um, where they would do some trade f- with the farmers. But for the most part, most people were farmers. And in those families, they knew very well that there were seasons. Mm-hmm. And so in those seasons, typically speaking, the time to plant was in the spring. That's right. And during that time, you know, you would, the, the land would thaw, you would get the seeds, you would plant the seeds, make sure that the ground is fertilized very well. You'd allow the sun the rain and water and irrigation and all that the proper uh, climatizing in order to make sure that your crops came out. And then after the next season uh, would be um, the summer months. And there's still plenty of things to do during the summer months Mm -hmm. on a farm to make sure that you are, you know, taking care of your crops. And then the time of harvest, typically um, it could it could range it could range as early as within some of the summer months, but it could stretch as far as the fall month when a lot of the crops would come in the fall. And that's when you would gather up all the crops. You would begin to put them into whatever you needed to put them in in order for you to preserve, um, whether it is pickling it, whether it's putting it in jars. Um, in different time periods, they did different things mm-hmm. to, in order to preserve, but they had to preserve because the winter was coming. And so they would sell, they would be able to trade, they'd be able to do whatever they had. And then the winter months was a rest period where the land would rest 
and that they would um, oftentimes farmers, even in more modern times, that's when farmers actually go on vacation because there's really not much you can do during the winter months. And that's the time every land needs a time period of rest. We all need a, a period of rest. We can't just keep going, going, going. And so even agriculture teaches us um, to appreciate patience, hard work. If you don't reap, you won't sow. You won't gather. If you don't sow, you won't reap. I'm sorry. The other way around. And um, if you don't rest, you will wear out the land or you will wear yourself out. So there's so many really great analogies. So when you were sharing with me and Rita was really frustrated, you know, working really hard, but not kind of getting the kind of results that she was looking for, that she was typically looking for. I had to bring up this analogy to say, hun, hun, wait a second. Do you know, are you aware of what season you're in? Because because we're not dealing with agriculture and we're dealing with whatever you do. You know, we do YouTube and we do social media and we do a lot of marketing. We do a lot of things. So it's not so easy to be able to say this is winter. This is reaping. This is sowing. This is this. This is that. So you have to pay close attention and be able to trust the seasons. And so if this is a time period where you realize that you're working diligently but you haven't yet received the results that you wanted, that just means that this is not the season for for gathering. This is not the season for reaping. This is either the season for sowing or this is the season to fertilize. This is the season to be able to sort of um, to do other things. So the winter, each season is actually really important. And so what was happening with Rita is, is that she was looking for she was looking to be reaping. She was looking for the reward. She was looking for the reward of her labor. Um, and she has to trust. And I was sharing, sharing with her that you have to trust the season and the process. There is an internal law that governs even what we do in this industry. And you have to trust the seasons. There's going to be a season. And the season right now is not for reaping. So if a farmer goes out um, while they're sowing, while they're planting, I'm sorry, while they're planting and they're planting their seeds and the next day they wake up and they're saying, where is my crop? They're going to see no crops. They're going to see a barren land. They can panic and say, where's the crop? Or they can understand that the law that governs agriculture is, is that it takes time after you plant for it to seed. So you probably need to maybe one of the things that we can do to encourage ourselves is to kind of remember, you know, or, 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 or at least study what the ebb and flow, we need to study what the ebb and flow of this particular industry is so that when you do something, you know what a reasonable time period would be in order to get the results that you're looking for. Because, you know, we're, we're operating on seasons. So if you're, if you're looking to reap when really it's time to sow, or when you're looking to reap when it's time for you to be fertilizing and for you to be paying attention and taking care and nurturing the land, um, you're going to get really discouraged. I know. It's, it's something where I feel like um, when you get pregnant, you have to wait the nine months. And if you try and have your baby earlier, well, you're damn, you, you could really damage your baby. Baby right. may not survive. 
But if you have the full nine months, then the process was complete. You were able to enjoy the fruit of your literal labor. (laughs) (laughs) But I think about how when um, I was pregnant, by around seven months, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm over this. I need to just like, I don't know if I can take you know, three more months because I, I have to still do the full seven month, then eight, then nine. It was hard. It was really hard. And without fail, that's when I would just be like, oh my goodness. I I can't take it anymore. can't it's take just it anymore. Too, yeah, yeah, I just I just need to, to, to do this. And and that's another thing. If, if, if the time period extends beyond what it's supposed to be, even like in labor, it could be very damaging and it could be very heart-wrenching. But um, so... You're making a you make a good point. I think what we have to do is first of all we have to learn what the seasons are and what are the criterias and the identifiers of the seasons of whatever you're in, whatever your business is. It's really important to study that so that you do not do something that could actually ruin your crops. Let's just say, you know, you panic because you don't really understand or you don't have the full knowledge of what you're supposed to do, you dig up that plant before time, um, you could disturb the soil and you could disturb it. And there's parts of scripture that talks about different things that can disturb the seeds that are planted. Um, if you plant it in the wrong place, um, if somebody comes and, and or if weeds come to, 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 to choke it, um, if somebody comes, if wind, the wind comes and blows it away because it wasn't planted deep enough. So there's all sorts of stuff that can disturb it. And we have to be cautious that we don't disturb our own thing that we have planted. We have to make sure that we understand, you know, um, the, the industry that you're in and the, and the nature and the laws that govern it. Yeah. It's like, I, I hate unripe fruit. You know, it's like, you know, those grapes that are just, uh, they're not sweet. Or plums that are not sweet. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stand it. And so. then they force ripen it to, to, to right, try to get Right, right. And it just doesn't taste right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste right. But what I was, you know, thinking about farmers and, and even reading on some farmers, they learn to actually appreciate each time period. So, right. like, for instance, like I said, in the wintertime, I learned that a lot of them go on vacation and they have a great time. They take their mind off of the whole process. Well, there's something to be said where you're in a scenario where you literally cannot do anything about Can't it. Can't do anything. Like, we did not set the seasons. Right. There's only a certain season when pumpkins are available or watermelons are available or whatever it is. There's certain seasons and we didn't set it. So because we do not set it, we have to go by what is there. What is there, right. And And it's... And in, in that way, but it can I be can freeing. see that's very freeing. It's very freeing. Very freeing. Right. You know? I know some people that never let up. They never rest. Right. They never let up because they're constantly in their business. They are constantly, you know, hustling, constantly on the grind. And they actually feel good about themselves when they don't understand that they may, in fact, be hurting their own productivity. Right. Right. I, I feel that one of the ways that... I know that I have tried to, I think, not, what's the word, escape, tried to escape the regular seasonality is I'll come up with a suggestion and it could sometimes be something totally wildly off of what we usually do. Like, let's say for a video, I'll be like, why don't we go and do this? Or why don't we go and do that? And Marthel's always the one that's like, Rita, just 
just just please let's just be consistent let's just ride this out let's just wait and i've learned over the years now to just be that way just ride it out more stop worrying so much although sometimes it will get to me and that's what led to this conversation that i'm just sitting here and i'm like okay when when for example you know we've been working out with a trainer we a long time ago in our podcast we talked about different diets that we've been on we've been on every single one of them i was talking to a friend a few weeks ago and she listens to the podcast and she was like you all really have been on every diet (laughs) i was like yes we have but um we had said in our podcast a while ago that we were going to be choosing an option and we weren't really going to say exactly what it was because we were going to do it and then see the results well since that time we've kind of been trying to be consistent with certain things we do have a trainer that comes in about twice a week and i'm ready to see results i'm ready to see some definition i'm ready to see some you know i want to see some dramatic changes i want to see like those before and afters you see on you know on instagram or facebook or whatever and the thing i have to remember though is that you are changing your body from the inside out and some of the things that you will see last are those definitions because you have to build that muscle from the inside out you have to strengthen that heart from the inside out you have to you know get the your circulation going and your your lymphatic system and all these things and i'm sitting here and i'm like oh but i want i want to see this and it just doesn't work out like that you don't just get pregnant and have a baby the next day and you don't just start working out and then all of a sudden you're defined the next day it just doesn't work like that but i was really frustrated because i'm like i really am tired of feeling like where is this all going but as Marthel said i'm planting the seeds i'm sowing right now i'm sowing by exercising i'm sowing by eating better and eventually it's going to bear its fruit and it's already doing it it's just that i right now it would be probably when you know that seed is underground and it's still growing it it would be it's not going to be good if you take it out right now and you stop the process of sowing and that's the problem when we get anxious now for the reaping when we get anxious for the harvest we sometimes end up just stopping the whole progress of the sowing it would be like someone just taking the seed out of the ground looking at that seed and said well you're not a fruit yet so i'm gonna just throw you away and now it's out of its environment where it can grow it can't it it needs the soil it needs the moisture it needs all the things that it needs underground the nutrients the minerals whatever and so what ends up happening is we give up so we stop working out or we stop working on our project this isn't just like oh i'm anxious i'm going to stop i want to i want to see what the you know the result is no this is when you have said i'm sowing but you know what this is not going to reap i'm just going to stop the whole process and that is dangerous to to do when you're really trying to work for goal towards a goal because that is usually the time where if you just push through just a little more just a little longer you would you would write out that emotion number one and mm-hmm. you would also probably have a breakthrough right change change is a strange thing and it, it happens so slow sometimes that you don't recognize it until it has already happened and so there's no point in trying to sit there and watch it 
it's not you're you're not going to be able to observe it most changes is not observable as it is happening and and weight loss is kind of one of those things you know it takes somebody that hasn't seen you for a while to be able to look and to see even the smaller changes and for the most part for most of us we can't see our change it's after we probably especially if you're doing it in a healthy way it's after you you know you probably go to the store and then you try on an outfit and you're like, oh, oh, wow, I'm down a size. Right, right. So so it's um, it, it, it's so important to trust the process and to trust the, the the consistency, remaining consistent, trusting the process, understanding what the process is, even the process of it's it's the same thing, like I said, about the industry that you work in. It's the same thing with 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 weight loss. There, there is, um, and, and, and for each individual, weight loss is going to look even different and different things is going to work differently. So uh-huh. it's the same thing. You have to kind of understand your season when it comes to your health, when it comes to your body and understand the mechanisms of what makes it tick and what makes it work so that you know that, you know, you, you're, you're the type of person that will lose a certain amount of water weight. You lose, you know, you could say some people are like, well, I generally will lose weight in my face first. Or some people will say it will go in my belly, but then I'll gain a little bit weight back. That's really water weight because it was, right. it was a, and then, you know, and you kind of know, understand that. Right. After you lose a certain amount of weight, then it plateaus for a while. And see, so you have to understand your body and if you relate it to seasons you will be okay be patient this may be the time where you have to work a little harder you may have to pick it up you may have to do a little bit more aerobics or anaerobic type of exercises in order to jump start your body again you're in your winter season so you're going to plateau that's okay ride it out because if you ride it out in the next two to three weeks the next phase of your weight loss will jump in so know the seasons, know what works. Like in India, for instance, if somebody was trying to farm in India as opposed to farming here, India has six seasons. They don't even have four seasons. They have six? India has six seasons. What, the monsoon season? They they, ca- they called one of the scene, the monsoon season What's one the of other the seasons. One? They have like a, pre, a pre-winter and then they have a winter season. Wow. So they have six seasons and they have to... Uh, accommodate and adjust their practices to their seasonal cycle so and then some places they only have two seasons there's certain true, certain true. regions in in the world that well, really only have two seasons coming so, from la we had um hot and warm and then maybe a few days of cool and that was it mm-hmm so, yeah, you know, we do have to adjust to where we are. To where we are. Yeah. And so you have to study your climate, mm-hmm. study your environment, study your trade, study what you're involved in, study your body, study your family. Because when you begin to understand your seasons, when you begin to understand the mechanisms that contribute to the, the your development and how things develop naturally, you are going to be able to be emotionally resolved you will also be able to plan your life out and plan your business out or to or to know the right actions to take at the right time wow you can get really frustrated if you're looking over into somebody else's season and you're gonna try to you know try to match up with what they're doing no each person needs to kind of study their own environment 
You know, that reminds me of a podcast I was listening to earlier. It was an interview with Lonnie Jane. She is um, on Instagram, and she's a well-known Australian um, plant-based, um, I don't know, what do you call uh, social influencer. I was going to say blogger, but she's not. Um, influencer. And well, I guess she does have a blog, too, but she also has books. And anyway, the interview, she was talking about all the things that she does um, in her household, how she feeds herself, how she feeds her children, and the challenges health-wise that she went through. And I think one of the important takeaways that I got from that was that she said, listen, I am an inspiration. I am not an instructional guide, meaning don't follow word for word what I do. Do what feels good for you. Do what you have to do to heal yourself. There are things that she struggled with that I have not even begun to even even experience. And then there are things that I'm going through that she's not going through. And I think a lot of times when it comes to health, we look at some of these gurus and we look at them with their, you know, with a certain body type and we think, oh, yeah, um, we... I should be doing what that person is doing because if I'm not doing exactly what that person is doing, then I must be failing. Right. But right. no, just like Marthel was saying, you have to evaluate our, you have to evaluate your circumstance, right. your environment, your season. Everything is not cookie cutter. There's not one blanket that fits all, or sorry, one shoe that fits all. It's, it's just like, I, I really have to, um, emphasize that because I think some people even look at us and then want to use us as an instructional guide. And mm -hmm. we've talked about this before. Use us as inspiration. But what works for us may not work for you. And what works for you may not work for us. Right. See, the challenge the challenge right now for us is, is that we are dipping our hands in so many pots at this point in time. We're getting involved in so many things and we're building um, multiple streams of income. And so the frustrating thing is, is that if one, two or three work and they work at a certain pace that you're accustomed to getting rewards, or you're accustomed to getting results, you're thinking that, OK, well, the, this other one now needs to be in the exact same pace, needs to be. But it's completely different if you're doing six different things that are not even related, but maybe you're bridging it with your brand because, you know, you're trying to, you know, connect your brand to all of the different streams. Each one of those things are different. Writing a book is and writing books and starting a, a book industry is completely different than doing merch and and building uh, you know your business around around merchandise it, it is completely different than doing entertainment on youtube right, right. and it is completely different than managing mm -hmm. um, a networking company um, that has other people underneath you and it's completely different you know than than doing things in you know retail in the retail industry um, space and it's completely different than investing money and it's completely and I'm just talking about just different streams of income each one um, that we get involved in has its different complexities it has its different ebb and flow it has its different rules and you just can't and see that's that's the challenge the challenge is, is that when you're successful your past success can come back to haunt you. Right, <laughs> because right. You're, because you are expecting, 
You have high expectations. Mm -hmm. You have high standards and you are expecting the same results and you can get the same results, but you may have to wait a little bit longer. You also told me, like, Rita, you can't live off the fumes of your past success. Right. You cannot do that. You have to be okay with where you are. Right. And understand that, like you said, this is... These are other industries, while they may be connected, they work differently. Some may take longer. I'm sure a farmer knows that maybe a tomato might take a different amount of time to ripen than a potato. Right. You know, I have no idea. They sound the same, but you know? they're not. Exactly. <laughs> potato, tomato. And different potatoes might are, be different. different. And, you know, that's the thing. And I think that when you're building um, businesses and you're working in different industries especially when you are kind of doing it on your own and you're trying to figure out that way yourself it's it's very frustrating and you think to yourself oh maybe i should have already achieved this success but you don't know how let's say someone else who's in the same kind of business you don't know how they reached it Mm -hmm. Maybe they had people who kind of guided them along so it was faster. Like, you know, like when you're in at Disneyland and you're either you're standing in line. You're all going to the same ride. Right. But there are people who have fast pass and there are people who are in line. Right. And you don't know all the time who, who who's gotten the fast pass for whatever industry that they're in. And you're sitting there worried. But guess what? You're still in line. You're still going to get there. You're, you're still, still going to get, get on that. You're still going to have the same experience. It just might be a little bit a longer. Little longer. Right. And another thing that we talked about is being able to appreciate the past. So while you're not living off of your past success, you are appreciating your past success. So what I mean by that is a farmer um, would take their pears, take their apples, um, take their their different fruits and vegetables and they'll either pickle it or jar it and you know and seal it so that it will be able to last through the winter and you got to be able to during the time and if you look out your winter your window and you see a barren field you cannot now begin to panic and say the field is barren no you have to appreciate everything that you have saved up and stored and all the success that you have <laughs> right, had right in order to bring you through the next season. That's right. You know, you did what you had to do in your past season. Mm -hmm. You're now waiting for the next season and you have to be able to just sit back and enjoy and trust the process. Trust the process. Trust God. Trust the process because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the reason why you're eating is because God was good. And the reason why the next season is going to be just as successful is because God is good all the time. And you and and we try to circumvent faith by trying to always be on top of things and have control. And the wonderful thing about agriculture and the wonderful thing, thing about life in, in itself is, is that it will teach you you cannot be in control. What you can do is be obedient. What you can do is to be faithful but you can't be in control and and that's a wonderful lesson about seasons it just it allows the farmer to trust the process to trust god to trust the laws that govern the seasons but but you can't be in control you can only manage what was given to you 
that's it's true it's true it's just i don't understand why it why i don't always accept that you know and then i'll have a good few days and then i'll get frustrated again it's not easy i know that there's a lot of people they hear us and we sound like yay hi everybody hey guys but you know at the end of the day we all are trying to do our very best to stay um at the top of our game in whatever we do right and it's hard it's like when I'm working out, I mean, I one of my pet peeves with working out is when people talk to me while I'm working out. <laughs> like, I literally, I need, like, I'm not saying that I'm miserable, but I'm focused because I am, I'm not in the best shape. You know, I've, I've had years of not really working out. So, uh, I mean, on and off I would. So whenever I work out, I'm like, okay, I need to focus, focus on what I'm doing. You know, it's not just, it doesn't just come easy. Right. I'm miserable when I work out. I don't want to talk because I don't want to be there. You don't act but, miserable though. But <laughs> I, I don't want to be there, but I will, but I will stay there and I've learned to stay there and I've learned to appreciate it because thank God I have two But that's feet the thing. To, that's what I was going to say. Like to what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you don't feel good in the process sometimes mm-hmm. while you're working out. There's a burn or you're out of breath or, you know, you've pushed yourself. I don't and like that at burn. the end of the day, though, you know that that means, whoa, I have I accomplished something. Cl- closer. Exactly. But it's just, I, I, I have not gotten there yet. I haven't gotten to the place that I hear so many people that work out have gotten to where it's just like, I'm a Addicted. I, I used to hate it, but I'm so addicted now. Like, I can't stop. Like, can that be me, please? Well, I <laughs> like, think it I, starts I'm... with stages. I mean, for me, I used to hate it. Now, I don't hate it. I, I actually, I've, I like it because I know that I'm doing the right thing. I know what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. But if I was at where I was before, I would have canceled the training a long time ago. Right. And said, you know what? I think I can do it on my own now, fully knowing I wouldn't do it. Right. But the fact that I've done it for so long now and we've been consistent, I feel like that's the next step towards, oh, I love it. And looking you forward know? to it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm at the stage right now where I think mentally, I mentally will push myself to be there and to stay there and to work out. While before I would just be like, I remember when my sister used to come over to the house to work out with us. That's before <laughs> she passed away. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was a hot mess. It was. Like, like Rosie would come. Yeah. And she would have like candy in her pocket and she'd be like <laughs> she'd be sitting on a treadmill. With, no, um, no, 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 no. Sucking I'm, on candy. She'd, she'd be, be sucking on candy. Out. No, but she wouldn't even be working out. Like That's we'd be kind of like sitting She'd be in on a chair there. beside it. Or she would be on the elliptical. Right. Just kind of like poised like she's about to start it. But she'd be checking her phone and on the candy. And I'm sitting there on the bike. <laughs> Marcel's in a chair like I'm about to start. And then he walks off and says, I'm going to go fix us lunch. <laughs> I mean, it was just a hot mess. It was like, just like, like, what is going on? We would get into the space. We'd get into the gym. But we would just not i would work out yeah rita would would be working out but she'd be like the only one working out yeah and then finally i said you know what i'm not gonna keep doing this i mean i'm doing it for myself right but still at the same time i was like i'm not gonna keep getting all tired and everything and you guys are doing your thing it was it was it was funny though it was very amusing but it's just but now when i get into the gym i have moved from just surfing on my phone eating candy and just you know just kind of chatting 
uh, to actually working out and disciplining myself. And so it's uh, it's a mental thing. I had to get my mental right first. Yeah, definitely. And I think that where I am in business is kind of like where I am with working out. Like, I don't look forward to the challenges. I don't, I don't know anybody who really looks forward to the challenges of business, but um, I do, I think it's a learning curve and I'm still... I'm still there where I'm like, okay, I'm getting used to the seasonality. I'm getting used to the sewing and I just need reminders every now and then like a coach when I'm working out, you know, like our trainers. I think I need a work trainer. Like you can do it. Keep going, Rena. Keep going, you know, something like that to keep me going. And that's what I turned to Marthel like, look, I'm frustrated right now. And then he helps me. I don't think anything that we, we have right now um, has come easy. We have had to work very hard for what we have. However, certain things that we do have clicked faster. So it didn't. It didn't. It didn't come easy. But the results, we saw it faster. And I think that 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 can be really yeah, debilitating. It's really messing me up. It's a messing bit. me up because it's sort of like, well, what you know, what, what, how long does it take? You but the know, thing like, about it is, and which is just, I'm so ashamed of myself right now because if I were really to admit how long I've been working on these other projects, <laughs> and the reason why I would be ashamed, and this is why Murthel's laughing, because he knows that uh, the time is being negligible. Right. Like, you're, you barely started. It would be the equivalent of just getting pregnant. Like, when I'm am I, just, when am I, when am yeah, I going to have this baby? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I like mean, one month later, it's like, Exactly. Oh my goodness. So can I, am I going to have the baby exactly. now? And that's or? how I am with these new projects. Like I have not been working on them that long and I'm already frustrated. Yes, I know. It's shameful. But that's where my headspace is, where it's like, because I'm looking at people who have accomplished the things that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't been looking at it realistically. And I guess some of it, guys, is self-doubt. Wondering, will I? Will can I be able I? to do the same thing that these people have done? Right. Can mm-hmm. I do it? Well, you've proven yourself several times in different areas. So you cannot. I, I, it's not a guarantee that every solitary thing that we touch will turn to gold. But we have a good track record. So I, I think that we just need to trust God and trust the process. And mm-hmm. if something does not work out. It's not like we haven't failed at something before. We've failed at it before and we've put it aside. Yeah. And then we've moved on to something else. But it's always been a stepping stone and it's always been a learning lesson. And so failure, I'm not scared of failure anymore because failure just meant that that particular thing wasn't for me at that particular point in time. But it but it it opened another door or it opened up another door in my mind to understand something. So yeah, so I just wanted to have that frank conversation with everyone because I wanted you guys to sometimes just see behind the curtain and what we go through and what we're thinking right. and what we're feeling. It's not always roses. It's not always like success is just in my hands. No. So, so in conclusion, let's just let's just stop and just pause for a second and just ask yourself, what season am I in? Am I in the spring season? Well, if I'm in spring, then this is not time for me to be reaping any reward this is time for me to be working really hard and i can't get lazy and i can't get you know i can't procrastinate i need to put in the work and i should not be looking to reap while i am sowing i need to focus on keep my head down 
have a plan and make sure that I am doing it right. What season are you in? Are you in summer? If you're in summer, then you're cultivating, you're, you're nurturing what you have planted and you're making sure that the, 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 the quality of the soil is right and it's staying right and you're not jumping to conclusions and prematurely digging up the thing that you had planted because you don't want to be the one to sabotage your own success. What season are you in? Are you in the season of the fall? More than likely now, you're probably reaping your rewards. Enjoy it. Enjoy this time. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. Enjoy eating it. Enjoy selling it. Enjoy the, the money that it brings. Enjoy the whole entire thing. And make sure that you're putting something aside for later because winter is coming. Are you? What season are you in? Are you in winter? Is it winter season where everything is gone? And there is nothing that you can do. You can't plant, you can't reap, you can't do. You're in the rest period. It's time to rest. It's okay. Take a rest. Take your rest. Reflect. Appreciate. Time to plan. Plan what you want for your next season. Plan what you want that next thing to be. If you're in the winter season, this is not time to get depressed that you have nothing. This is the time for you to recognize that the opportunity is about to come for a rebirth, a rebirth experience. And so spring is coming again. And so get your resources together, get your act together, get your plan together because spring is coming. And so so I just want to encourage each person that no matter what your season is, you have something to look forward to. You have something to be grateful for. You have something to um, to feel blessed. And um, and we hope that you really appreciated this podcast and we hope that it, it brought you energy and we hope that it, it made you, um, you know, just gave you what you needed uh, to get through this season and to be appreciate. So thank you for listening. Yes, please make sure to leave a rating and review for us. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found at theonyxlife.com. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life. Follow us on Twitter at Rita underscore Onyx, at Mitch underscore Onyx, at Onyx Family, and at, on, at The Onyx Life, and on Instagram at The Onyx Life Official. Now go live that Onyx Life where change comes to challenge. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>